Welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series, hosted by Dr. Debbie Dyer. This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable. Hello, and welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series for Lung Cancer Awareness Month. My name is Dr. Debbie Dyer, and I'm a thoracic radiologist in Denver, and I'm talking today with Dr. Ella Kazaruni of the University of Michigan about our perspectives as radiologists on the myths in lung cancer screening. And so it's nice to be with you today, Ella. Great to be with you, Debbie. Sure. I wonder if you could give us your perspective on what a patient should expect when they come in for the lung cancer screening CT. Who will they interact with and what will they be doing? That's a great question. I think many people have come to radiology departments for one test or another in their lifetime. It might have been a, you know, an x-ray from a twisted ankle. It might have been something more significant, and they might have had a CT or an MR ultrasound. For many of the radiology tests people might have undergone in the past, they might be used to having to drink oral contrast or have an IV placed in their arm with an injection. And unlike all of those kinds of tests, A lung cancer screening CT, I would say, is a a very easy, low-key imaging test in terms of anything that might create anxiety. Basically, when a patient usually comes in for a lung cancer screening CT, they've already been screened to make sure they meet the appropriate criteria for lung cancer screening and had a conversation, perhaps with their primary care physician or somebody in the screening program. So when they check in for the CT, they may be asked to change their top, put on a a patient gown, but not always, depending on what they're wearing. If there's nothing metal, no no metal buttons, things that could cause artifact, they may just be able to wear their street clothes into the CT scanner. From then, you know, walking into the CT scanner, people sit on the table, and then they're kind of turned to the side and lay down. So they'll be laying on their back, and they'll be facing into what we call the donut of the CT scanner. They'll be staring up at the ceiling, so they might have some interesting ceiling tiles. Uh, some radiology practices have some very nice artwork or lighted pictures up on the ceiling that can make it a very pleasant experience. And I've seen some radiology practices even play music in the CT scanner suite. When you lay down on the CT scanner table, the table is going to move in and out of that donut a couple times. First, we're going to take a very, very low radiation exposure general picture of the chest to make sure we have all your anatomy laid out correctly, and we can pick the right spot to do the lung cancer screening imaging itself. Usually, it's about three to four seconds a patient will be asked to hold their breath while we take the pictures, and then after that, you're done. It's actually you know, a very quick test. It, it takes you a lot longer to walk into the room than it does to actually have the pictures taken. After that happens, you know, you'll be usually walked out by the CT technologist back over to the radiology reception area so you can head straight home. And they should usually be setting expectations with you about how you might get your test results. Some places might give you a card or just let you know that your results should be available in, say, one to two days. If you're a patient who is enrolled in a patient portal of one of the electronic medical records that health systems use, you may get your results directly through the patient portal, or you may get them through your primary care provider who ordered the test, depending on how you've arranged things in your health system or the practice in which you're visiting. Many practices will use very patient-friendly, tailored letters to give you results as well. So there may be the 
the typical radiology report that may seem a little bit more medical ease in the way it's written, but many practices have crafted patient-centered reports to help explain in a, in a manner which is more patient-friendly, less of the medical jargon type language that we use in our typical reports to make it easy for the patient to understand what the results mean and to know what next steps are and reinforce you know, the importance of coming back for annual screening. So it's pretty easy. Walk in, lay down, and walk back out. Well, it, it sounds like you explain it all very well, and I imagine that you've had the opportunity to maybe explain this whole process to patients or groups of patients before. And I'm just curious, in your interactions with patients, have you ever come across a patient that just was had a question or was so perplexed about the whole process that they didn't want to go through with it? I can't think of any time that's happened to me. I've certainly seen that in MRI. But I think with CT, as you've described, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, generally when I've come across an anxious patient, I've never really come across a patient who's been so anxious as they didn't want to you know, follow through with the test once, once they've come to the department. I have had some patients who are quite anxious, and usually when I'm, I'm talking to them, it's because um, they have somebody close to them, either in their family or close personal experience, a friend or colleague, who has lung cancer. If a relative has had lung cancer, they may be anxious because it it increases their own personal risk of developing cancer. So I've come across patients who are quite anxious because of, you know, really risk in their family, which they think applies to them, and it does. And that um, just really means we need to do a good job of talking in really calm language creating a very calm environment in the CT scanner suite, which we try and do for all our patients, and explaining to them that the role of the test is to help find information that should they have cancer, if they're concerned about it, that we detect it earlier and can make a difference for them. Wow, those are really good points. And that is another role I think that the radiologist could certainly have in reassuring patients, as you've described. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate your thoughts today. And we certainly do look forward to the growth of lung cancer screening. So thank you. Thanks so much, Debbie. This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable.